The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. with Ron Russell. We missed you guys last week. We're excited to be back today. Uh, before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Let me first say hi to my outstandingly gorgeous, cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. What do you want now? I don't want anything. You want something with that build-up. <laughs> you're bullshitting. Anyway, hi, everybody. We're not on camera because, for some reason, we're not. But in about a week or two, we'll be back on camera, so you'll all be able to see us all over the world. Absolutely. Right now, we're only radio, which I despise because I'm a television performer, not a radio performer. And anyway, who cares? We're going to have a lot of fun today, so listen in. Let's say hi to some people. We got uh, Teresa Sabin is in the chat room. What's up, Teresa? We hey, have Eileen Shapiro, Cindy Lady Lake, Angela Joseph. Angie Baby. Between you and the other one there, <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, my God. We've got Breast of Eel on, on our show today. Then we've got... We, we, Between... What I don't the know fuck? Who some Eileen, of these Eileen Shapiro and Angie Baby. Oh, my God. Oh, and Backpack John is in the chat room. Hey, hey Backpack, Backpack John. John. How you doing? How you doing? Um, I don't know. You guys got to like... If you're in the chat room right now, you guys, you got to... Uh, Change. Just click on where it says whatever weird name you are, and then uh, when you do that, uh, write your own name in there so we know who you are, because otherwise I'll forget. But anyway, we're happy happy to have everybody joining us today. we got a fun show. We've got Psych Rock Band Revolution coming on, and then we have actress, model, spokesperson, uh, Wendy Stewart, an author, Wendy Stewart Kaplan coming on. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're happy to just be back in the world and broadcasting live. So what's going on, Mr. Russell? Well, what's going on? You know, I'm going to have a, a breakdown in another 10 days, I guess, or maybe earlier. Being caged up in the house is not for me. I'm a Gemini, and Geminis like to fly. We're birds. We like fresh air. We like sunshine, and we like freedom. We do not like to be told what to do. We do not like standing in line, and we certainly do not like being cooped up in our homes, unable to go out. But on the other hand, we are a kind people and we worry about our fellow Americans and all throughout the world. So we do stay in ho in our house to protect everyone. The and dogs to, love it. And to be protected. Yeah, our dogs love it because they have us 24-7. I wonder when it comes the time that we do go out, they're going to have a fit and not allow us to uh, go out. But, yes, it's difficult, you know, being at home constantly, uh, not having uh, contact with my daughters or, or friends, just with Jimmy. And Jimmy works all day in his office, and I work in my, so we don't see each other, which is good. 
And then at night we have dinner together and then we watch television. It's a boring fucking life. What can I tell you? <laughs> We've been watching a lot of shit on TV, though. If anybody's watching everything, is anybody watching that TV show, The Tiger King or whatever it's called? What a pile of like white trash garbage that is. Meanwhile, it's the number one show. It's in the, the number one show. I watched the first two episodes and I couldn't even, I don't even know why. I mean, the world must be filled with so many trashy people or so many trashy people just want to see what is going on because it's like Ron didn't watch any of it. I, I couldn't even believe how terrible it was. It was just, un it's unbelievable, like trashy thing. Well, I don't care about that. What I'm happy about is, and I think I've gotten this incorrect, you know, I speak Italian. Well, I speak Italian, not fluently like the Italians do, but I, I can get through it. And I read Italian, well, not like the Italians do, but I could read. And from what I gathered was the mayor of the town that my grandmother lived in and my cousins live in now friended me on Facebook, the mayor of Castello Rocchiero in uh, Italy, Genoa, Italy. I'm very flattered. Luigi is his name, and welcome aboard, Luigi. I'm happy that you like what I say about Genoa, Italy. I do love Genoa. I lived there for almost a year with my grandmother. <clears throat> was another prison like this one. She wouldn't let me go out or do anything. I was 17 years old, and I dated a girl called Maria Grazia. And then my grandmother found out and said, you can't date her. And I said, why? She said, because she's the, 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 the janitor's daughter. And we don't go out with the janitor's daughter. So I thought to myself, oh, this old broad's got a lot to learn. When she finds out I'm gay one day, she'll have a nervous breakdown. But anyway, you know, that's the Italian mentality of my grandmother's era. My grandmother was Victorian. Don't forget, she was born 18-something. And that's how they thought back then, class distinction. Right. It's but I enjoyed Italy. I love my cousins. I love all the relatives, the beautiful dinner parties we had, the beautiful countryside. We would go from the city house, which is in Genoa, right on the ocean, on the Mediterranean, up to uh, Castellarocchiero, which is the uh, country house. I want to go back with Jimmy because he owes me a birthday present, and that's my birthday present. So we're going to go eventually. Right now we're not going, but... No, we'll we can't go anywhere eventually. right now. We're lucky we could go out the front door. And that's what everybody should do. Do not think you're not going to get it. Don't think you're supermen and superwomen. Don't think, oh, if I don't breathe on someone or they don't breathe on me. I mean, I get nervous when I send Jimmy to the supermarket. I no longer go to the supermarket because I'm a very big risk. You know, I'll be 80 years old and I have a few problems, you know, my stent and stuff, my little heart problem. So I'm a candidate for uh, croaking from this virus, which I don't intend to do right now because I have a lot of living to do. Absolutely. So there you go, honey bun. There you go. You got to like love the whole now, thing. Now listen, are we allowed to talk about you know what? What's you know what? Olga and well, no, what's doing with them? Well, they're coming on in a minute. We're going to talk to I them. I know, but are we allowed to mention you know what? I don't know what you know You're what so is. so fucking way out there. I mean, when, when did you ever come back to this planet? They have a new song that got released today. No, I'm not, I'm not interested in their music. I could care less. I'm caring. I love them both. I'm concerned about their health. Oh, well, we'll find out what we can say when they get on. We'll yeah. just get them talking. I mean, you know, I, I worry about I mean, I love Olga. And, and no, they're sweet people. Very darling people. And, and, and she's a genius, a very bright woman who's extremely funny. I mean, when we're, I'm in her company in person, I crack up laughing. Uh, no. No, okay. 
<laughs> I just got a message. Just, I just got a message from the boss in the chat room. <laughs> so they're, they're listening in. No, what I thought was that maybe Alga was pregnant, but she's not. No, I guess not. So not this time. So we can't discuss that. I think she's, she's got a dog. No, but I thought I heard a rumor that she was pregnant. Yeah, that's a good one. She'll dig it. <laughs> right, right, Alga. That's the rumor I heard. So, you guys, a fun thing last week that we did since we didn't have a show last week is I went on our Facebook group chat. I had never done it before. And we talked to Teresa Sabin and Dave from Stars Now UK and Eileen Shapiro and, and uh, <laughs> Angela Joseph and Scott Page. And I forgot who else was on that call with us, Teresa. You guys remember? But. Um, we had a really good time. We got to see what everybody... Oh, B. Claudia. I forgot B. Claudia. Right. We got to see Ron was there. We got to see everybody who was there. It was really fun to see what everybody looks like since you only see them in the chat room. And uh, we had a good time, so we'll have to do that again soon. And I started a new gig, which I love. I wanted to call it drive-by shooting, but that might frighten people because that's what we do. We get in Jimmy's car and we drive to all of our friends' homes and we shoot film and from their driveway. The best was uh, Judith Chapman, superstar of every soap opera there is on TV. You know, very classy, broad, and a dear, 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 wonderful friend of ours. And she just got cast in the new Will Smith movie. Yeah, she just got cast in a Will Smith movie playing Nancy Reagan. And she has a fabulous play coming out called Noose Women, which is on hold until the fall. Anyway, Judith Chapman decided to sit down in her driveway and to our interview and I thought that was so precious. We had to sit six feet away you guys because we're keeping six, yeah, feet, six away feet away everybody. I stay in the car, I don't get out of the car, I lower the window enough for them to hear me and for the camera to roll So I... They like drive-by shooting. <laughs> yeah I know but people... Maybe <laughs> drive-by shooting from afar <laughs> No, uh, how about drive-by shooting stars? I don't know. But anyway I haven't titled it yet but I like drive-by shooting That that could get people's interest but, it, you know, me with my wild sense of humor. So, but so we, tell we, who you interview. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop it. You're not my mother. Okay. You okay. sound just like my mother telling me what okay. to do all the time. When, she, when my mother okay, was alive. Okay, did you brush your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> when my mother, why my breath smells, you prick. No. <laughs> when, when my mother was alive, I would get up in the morning and my mother would start in. Eat, eat your breakfast while I was eating breakfast. Go in the shower. I was leaving to go in the shower. Hurry up. You're going to be late for work. I was on my way to work. Remember to put gas in the car. I was going to go to the gas station. Did you ever have a mother like that? I mean, she loved me and she worried, but boy, was she a ball buster. And now I got another one, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like my mother walks around the house telling me, oh, get dressed, shave, look good, comb your hair. Fuck you, Jimmy. I'm in a, I'm entrapment here. I'm in a jail. I, That's I, why we should look good every day, though. We should be all dressed up. What are you up talking about? Good. I'm going to grow a beard down to the floor, my no. hair shoulder length, never bathe, so I stink like a pig. No, that'll never happen. No, I could then call myself like a homeless person. Yeah. Right? I could be homeless. Yeah, like you would love that. Who's well, excited, Legend, in the chat room? Oh, tell them who else you interviewed, though. Oh, we got to call a guest. We, uh, Blue, uh, Steve Bluestein, the comedian and the author. And then we went to, um, who else? I forgot already. Garrick Lee. Garrick Lee, who does Loretta Christensen Sin Sin. And then we went to Academy, I mean, uh, Grammy nominee Chris Bennett. Chris Bennett, who plays a fabulous piano and sings like an angel. 
And that was it. The, oh, no. Then we went to uh, Maryland, Maryland, Maryland and, and Andy Andy's house. And I fainted from the flowers that she put in the front of her house. When you see this video, you're going to drop dead if you love flowers. I do. Oh, my God. I was overwhelmed by the amount of flowers and the way she did it. And she works in that garden in the front of the house every day for like three or four hours. So they're asking, when do we see the clips? You guys were going to Hollywood You'll this weekend. You'll see the clip. Yeah. Well, I don't want to just go in and edit now the little bit of stuff. <clears throat> Next week, we're going into Hollywood. We're going to do drive-by shooting. We're interviewing. We're doing drive-by shooting. We're, we're um, shooting Sadie Katz, Miles Reef, Marcel Waltz, uh, Sherry Davis. Churchill. Chur uh, Thomas J. Churchill. Oh, I've forgotten a couple of others, so forgive me. You'll see next week. When we have both El uh, Palm Springs and Hollywood together edited, then it'll go up, and you can watch it on uh, your computer. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll put it on the Jimmy Star and then, Show with And Ron then the Russell following the week, we're going to go back to Palm Springs, and then we're going to interview other people that we didn't interview the first time. So we're going to keep it as a weekly show, uh, a full show. And you'll enjoy hearing what people of fame and glory and wealth have to say. I mean, our friends are very rich, most of them. They don't have cleaning people now. They got to wash their own toilets. They got to clean their own houses. They're probably dropping dead. The women have roots for days, no nails because there's no beauty parlor to go to to get a manicure. Their toenails must be talons because they don't have uh, pedicures. So the women are going to start to look wretched, and the men already are wretched, so they'd be wretched to begin with. But anyway, it's going to be amusing to see how the uh, privileged, as they call them, who calls them privileges? The Democrat I don't know people. Who, does. who calls the well, Somebody said I was privileged. I know you're very said, privileged. Oh yeah, I was very privileged. I was born in 1940 in a project during the war. We moved to a house on Long Island that didn't have steam heat or hot water. We couldn't get coal to heat the house. We used to go to an empty lot and get all broken wood in my sister's baby carriage and bring it back and throw it in the furnace so we could have two minutes of heat and hot water. Yeah, we were privileged, okay? We I was probably more privileged than you because I kind of grew no, up but I, middle I grew class. up in, during the Second World War. We couldn't get food. Food was rationed. You had ration cards. You couldn't drive your car. Only on a, a Tuesday or a Thursday, if that was your sign, sig, sig, what is the word I'm looking for? If that was your designated date, you could get gasoline. All right, gasoline was like 26 cents a gallon, thank God. But anyway, you couldn't get canned food. You couldn't get meat. I mean, a steak, they would give you a little piece of steak for, for five people. Anyway, let's go. We're Talk about forward. tough times. Today, folks, it's tough staying home. But we stay home in beautiful homes, air-conditioned with swimming pools, some of us, and lots of food in the supermarket. And, you know, we're doing well. We're doing very well, considering the world has shut down. So I'm proud of my world and all my people on my planet. I'm very proud of all of you. We are doing a wonderful job, and we're supporting all of our uh, heads of state. That's right. important. All right, so here's what we're going to do now, you guys. We're going to play uh, Cowboy by Deep Side. It's a song I freaking love, and it's a boy band, one of the first boy bands I ever dressed as a clothing designer. And while we're doing that, we're going to call and get Noah and Olga on the telephone. So... Uh, without further ado, Rebel, please, let's go. Cowboy by Deep Side. Enjoy. <laughs> Yo, this that joint. The Mango Ladies. Just one. Uh, uh, uh. All my cowgirls. Uh, uh, 
Can you guys say something and see if we can hear you? Yeah. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Ron. <laughs> Hello. Yay. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly fallen. Oops, I got to start that all over. I messed that one up. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you stink at this job. Hey, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented and super terrific No Mansfield and Ah, Schubert from Revolution. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Say hi to everybody Cheers. in the chat room, you guys. We got a lot of people in the chat room. Say hi to everybody and then give a special shout out to Eileen. Hey, Eileen. She's in there, too. There you go. I love the hat and I love your glasses. You, you want to bring me in, motherfucker, or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now let me introduce Ron Russell. He's, he, he's so into Who's himself, that? it's pathetic. <laughs> Meanwhile, I love your hat. Do you have a bag and shoes to go with it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to see my shoes? Before, before, <laughs> listen, before we go anywhere with this crazy show, 
I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. No bullshit. No lie. I swear on my kids and on Jimmy. I love you both. You're one of my favorite people. And I want you to stay well. Oh, yeah. Crying. (laughs) I'm not crying. I just get upset because I think there are so many people that I love and I don't want anything bad to happen to them. Absolutely. There's so many people I hate that it's true. There are so many people in this world who really are mean, rotten, horrible, and disgusting and hateful. They should get the fucking virus and die. Not good people. That's right. Well, we love you too, Ron. You're our favorite. I love you both. So anyway, guys, so Eileen Shapiro spreading a rumor that Olga's pregnant. (laughs) Yes. What is it? She said you're pregnant. Oh, I am? Oh, I am. You don't know? Who is the father? Uh, who is the father from you too? <laughs> well, they don't. Nobody ever said who the father was. They just know you're pregnant. No, God, you're not that way, Olga, at all. Stop it. No, it's a joke. That didn't go well. It went south. Even, uh, even if I am pregnant, it's probably going to be a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta really? like love it. I don't know anyway, why I can't get rid of this. Anyway, what thing. is going on new in your lives? What's happening? Tell me something exciting and fun and adventurous. Uh, we haven't died yet. <laughs> That's it's, good. What do you say? You want to die? No, yeah, we haven't died yet. Oh, you're not gonna die. Nobody, nobody dies anymore. No, no. <laughs> they just fade away. <laughs> yeah. We're doing good. Uh, we're working on our music. I'm painting. I'm going to have a show in the summer. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but I still paint. Wait, 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 hang on. Where's your show going to be? Well, she My show is going to be in Wisconsin, and I'm painting particularly... In Wisconsin? Wisconsin. It's going to be show for Parkfall town. I'm painting like randomly people from that town only. So it's going to be about 40 people painted by me. Uh, citizens of Parkfall, Wisconsin. That's where your revolution's playing a show there too, right? Yeah. 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 So why pick Wisconsin? It's like the least fabulous place to want to be. They have great cheese. They have good cheese and it's we true. have a lot of uh, friends who are cheese heads. <laughs> and we're going to do a musical festival. We do it every year in July. Every year we go there. We bring bands, about five, six local bands. We do the show outside. We build, they build stage for us. And this year I decided I'm going to combine it with my art show. There you go. Well, you're quite an artist and quite yeah. a performer. I mean, you're just a multi-talented broad. But the most talented, broad. Po- well, broad, she's a broad. Well, you don't think she's a broad? Any broad that talks like her is a broad, let me tell you. <laughs> she's, she's no mouse. Alga doesn't, uh, Alga doesn't hold back, honey. Alga lets it go. She says it like it is. But anyway, that's why I love her. Isn't that but where? Wait the- a minute. Wait a minute. I think the most talented part of Alga is something we never get to see, and what that's is- her humor. You are hysterically funny. I have yeah. sat in green rooms with you and backstage and at parties and have been hysterical from you with a straight face telling stories that, of things that happened to you. You have a wonderful delivery and you are the funniest lady. The straight face, uh, it's because it's true. You think it's a joke? <laughs> you think it's a joke? No, it's not. It's true. 
But when you go off and start telling the stories about Russia, I can't breathe. I mean, they're hilariously funny because you say them with a straight deadpan face as if just, you know, like it's because like they're true. No, I know that. But like if, if, if Stalin was still alive and he dropped dead, she would say something like, you know, well, Stalin died today. And now I went to the supermarket. You know, she does that kind of thing. I couldn't think of another name. Khrushchev was Stalin. That's all I know about Russia. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and vodka, vodka. Oh, yeah, Tolstoy. Right, and vodka. I Wait, brought so. a little bit here, so I'm going to drink it during the show. It's about uh, 500 grams, so it will be enough for two hours. <laughs> what, what is it? That's her vodka bottle. Vodka. Yes. Oh, good for vodka, you. Vodka, vodka. Vodka. Good for you. Drink the vodka. And he's got red wine. Good for you, Paul. So I let me it. ask you though, when you guys do that festival, that's where you go and you play with your other your old band, the Coke Band, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I we play the Coke Band plays. Uh, there's three bands from Milwaukee come up. Uh, there's a couple local bands and Revolution plays there too. I like love it. I think yeah, it's I, I really, really want to see everybody. I want to see you guys and everybody. How come we, we lost their picture? Uh, I don't know. No, we lost your picture. Did you that's do something? Us, it's us, it's us, it's us. We it's a up. wonderful setup. It's a, uh, it's in a field, in a forest, in, um, green grass, blue sky, and a big stage uh, built it in a field. And people come with the campers, we put the tents, and we have fun. It's Sounds good. Nice getting, well. get, getting back to nature. Now that, see, I, 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 don't, I don't like radio. I hate radio. If I have a picture of you, I can work. Now that I don't see you, and it's just radio, I want to scream. I can't. Oh, there, <laughs> there you we are. go. Yay, we're no, back. No, I can't do radio. I hate. I never did radio until I met Jimmy, and then when I did radio, I hated it. And I told Jimmy, I'm quitting the show if you don't go TV. So Jimmy got scared, and he went TV. Video. See, now, I, video. now I see you. I can interview you. I cannot. Isn't that weird? If I don't see you, I can't interview. That is so weird. It's, I mean, look what they look like. They're so cute together. Look at him <laughs> with those sunglasses and that hat. You love him. And her with that fucking hair. Look at him. got the glasses the up there. Where'd you get the hair from? Daughter gave it to him for uh, Christmas. That's the hat. The hat is beautiful. <laughs> Yo, Alga, your hair. Where'd you get your hair from? Oh, my mom gave it to me when I was born. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's real hair. Look. <laughs> you have, do you have blue in your hair, too, or is that just the way our camera looks? Oh, the blue is uh, addition. Back. Oh, okay. I got uh, online. Okay. <laughs> I like the red glasses. No, do you know how pretty she is? Do you realize how the beautiful wife oh, you yeah. are? Yeah. She's it's really a good-looking, a good-looking tomato. She's really a good-looking broad. <laughs> She's a hot Cold. tomato. This a hot tomato and a good-looking broad. What? Antivirus device. It's a laser glasses which kills a, a virus wish. on a contact. I wish. I wish you had that. I wish you. Everyone had that. Did you see the picture on Facebook where I had a space helmet on? Yes. Yes, it looks good <laughs> on you, Ron. You can go to Mars with us. That that was Eileen's uh, that big space helmet that round big helmet. Eileen bought it because she thought she could put one of her breasts in it from Mars Rocks. Oh, that was her Mars Rocks account. No, no, she wanted to put a one breast in that big big helmet so she would have relief from shoulder pain. 
<laughs> yeah, she wanted shoulder pain relief. She's impressed. Yeah, I, it only took what eight minutes, and we're talking about boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we were talking about them before we got you, you on. Let so. me tell you something. What's his name? The guy from Long Island, the famous one. I wanted to see your tits. Oh, Howard Stern. Howard Stern made millions and millions of dollars on his radio show and TV show by saying to his celebrity women, let me see your tits. And these stupid people lifted their blouses and showed their tits. And he made millions and millions of dollars. So I said to myself, well, tits pay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we haven't made any money yet with it. I mean, I don't need to ask our guests to take off their blouses because they wear blouses low enough that we don't need to see it. I mean, only the nipples are hidden. But I think tits are beautiful because the first thing that we learn when we're born is the nipple. Um, immediately, they put us on our mother's nipple and we drink. That's the essence of life. It starts on with a glass of Pinot Noir. Actually, no, no, but that's the that's the essence of life, nipples. So I feel that if I talk about tits all the time, it brings people back to motherhood. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Right, Olga. Olga. We're honoring motherhood. <laughs> Olga, Olga, how come how come you never went and had like gigantic tits put in, but you stayed natural? I know. I'm, you know, I'm a gynecologist. I know more about tits and. <clears throat> downside than anyone that's why i don't have it yeah i always watch that show with the, they go to the two doctors and all the girls always have to get their boob jobs fixed because they're like they're all crooked and like big bolts and all just terrible things it's really got, painful so. it's really not healthy and it has a lot of side effects for a, a woman health if i would be like a world uh, doctor i will prohibit plastic surgery because it's a uh, it's bad for people. People should not cut people for money, just improve their skin because it's really stupid. <laughs> well, no, I, I feel that it's uh, not necessary to do it. And the thing I don't get is women do it. They have gigantic breasts put in. They wear very low-cut clothing. And if a guy looks at those big things hanging out, they say, my eyes are up here, my eyes are up here. They get annoyed. So what did you put those big tits in for? For men, for women, for what are you? I mean, why did you go through all that money and pain if you don't want people to look at them? Attention. Atten attention deficit. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah. But, but when, you look, when you look at them or comment on them, People call me a pig. They say, oh, you're a dirty old man. Why am I a dirty old man? You put 42 double Ds in so we could see them. Well, now I'm going to comment on them. You exactly. Know, exactly. Yes. I, had, I have a lot of uh, some friends who did a humongous teats. And they say, I cannot stand it anymore. The guys don't talk with me anymore. They're looking on my teats. Yeah, you have two gigantic watermelons here. They are well, constipated when they look at you. Exactly. I was, at a, I was at a party with Eileen Shapiro. Eileen had on a rather provocative top, probably like pasties, you know, nipple covers only. And I went over to five guys and I said to these five guys, what color hair does Eileen have? And they said, I don't know. 
And uh, I, if, you don't, if you don't know what color hair she's got, got every fucking color in that head of a rainbow. That's because they don't look at her face. They're all looking at her knockers. Yeah. So hang on, we're gonna change the conversation here yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna we're we're adding somebody to the call in a few minutes, and we want to like talk a little bit. So you guys got a brand new single. The name of the band, everybody, is Revolution. First of all, R E V O L U S H N. And they are fabulous. We they wanna, make you crazy. They make you want to get high and jump and dance and go berserk. Okay. So hang on. So we want to yeah. say hi. We want to hey say hi to the members of Revolution that aren't here. So we want to say hi to Kim Aston and Neil Nyberg, and then we have and Dave Kendrick Decay, and we have Noah and Olga here. They have a brand new song. It just dropped today, you guys. Nobody's heard it. Um, so we're gonna do like a world premiere. Tell us a little bit about the song real quick, and then we're gonna introduce it for everybody and, and play it. Oh, it's the worst song ever. Ah, oh, terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure if you're if you're playing it. Yeah, yeah. I it's I sing like a frog and play out of tune. <laughs> That's why you're so fabulous. Yeah. So the name of the you're song is Electric. Second. You're no better than some of these singers we hear. <laughs> like, come on, on the show, they stink. What was that? Well, that's the one we, thing I don't stink. I took I take showers every day. Yeah, no, no, but we ha we've had we've had a couple of guests over the nine thousand guests that we've had that really were not good at all. I mean, they were so bad. I that what's his name? Who we don't like anymore? We could mention his name. <laughs> Uh, no, oh yeah, that guy. No, you, you. I think you've met him. He no, was, we're not gonna like. He was famous him. years ago in England as a boy band performer, and he was a user, and he was a uh, did everything terrible to everyone, and everyone. You met him. You met him, and everyone turned on him, and yeah. he would. I went to see him sing. He was jumping up and down, singing with a mic. And after I said, you know what? There's no way in hell you can jump up and down and sing and keep a note. Because your body's going, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. he said, well, they do it all the time. I said, yes, in the movies, when <laughs> when Gene Kelly was dancing. So fucking Eileen wrote Aaron Paul laugh out loud. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, Eileen, you're responsible for that dish, not me. Anyway, years ago, they would dub it. So Gene Kelly would dance and he'd lip sync to his own music in the studio, right? This moron was jumping up and down, and it, the note might have been like, hello. Here's what the note sounded like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, <terrible>. he was <laughs> an awful singer. Anyway, we're going back to the revolution now, who's fabulous. Who's a good singer. Meanwhile, I danced on your stage as a spaceman, if That's you remember. Right. And you that music was so fucking. Male. That music was so outrageous. Hey, I Jimmy, you know, uh, Jimmy, you know, you're, you're, in the, you're in the new video. Yeah, I know. I saw myself. You guys, too, they have a video for this song, Electric. You can just uh, plug in Electric or Revolution on YouTube, and it'll pop up. Or today, it was the video of the day on to Top Requested Video Countdown, so go to trvcountdown.com, and you'll see it on the front page. Um, so you can check it out. So the name of the song is Electric. Uh, I'm going to introduce it, and then we're going to play it, so Rebel, get it all ready. Is there a video? Yes, but... but uh, We're not going to see it? No, you're not going to see it. Oh. So here, here we go, everybody. Um, this is the brand new world premiere of, of Indie Psych Rock Group Revolution's brand new single, Electric. Enjoy!
I'm going to open with I know that saxophone that you can make. Is that it? Are we back, Rebel? Are we back? Can you guys hear us? I think we're back. Can you guys hear us? <laughs> can you hear us, Olga? Yes. yes. Oh, good, good, good. Everybody, that is a great song. I will put that in my car. You know that. And the saxophone player, I recognize who that is, and that is... Scott Page! Yay! Yay! Scott Page from Pink Floyd is playing in this band. You call, are you called a band anymore? What do you call yourself? They don't call orchestras. No, it's a band. It's a band, right? Yeah. Years ago, it was orchestra. They're indie psych infectious rock band. Yeah. <laughs> right. And their new song is Infectious. That's and everybody right. needs to get it because if you guys listen to the lyrics, it's You Can't Stop Us. And uh, it's a great, great song. And everybody, again, go to uh, – the video is not on your website, right? So we got to go to YouTube. Go to YouTube to watch it. Just uh, go to YouTube.com and type in Revolution, R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N, and it'll come up. Or you can write Revolution Electric, and it'll come up. Or go today you can go to TRVCountdown.com, and you can see it on the video of the day. And for those of you out there that do not know this, Alga is a doctor and a scientist. And my next question to Alga is, what do you think could be a cure or a preventative of this awful virus? I want to tell you, there is no, there is no ep epidemic, there is no pandemic, there is no deadly virus. It's just a, in our seasonal flu, and it's not even that strong and contagious than any other year in the past. This virus causes uh, pneumonia. And uh, if you look on the numbers, if you look on the numbers, what World Health Organization gives us, you will see it's all fake. Somebody, uh, it's just a seasonal flu which started in China there is nothing deadly about it, and I was sick in February with this virus. That's how do I know? Let's say in 2019, 19 million people were sick with pneumonia. Last year, the year before, and year before, 19 from 17 million people got sick with pneumonia. It was no epidemic, they didn't lock us down. Somebody screamed a fire in a nut house this year, and it's all started. This is a mass media hysteria, and it's not real. There is no epidemia. There is no pandemia. It's all bullshit. And now the government and financial institutions use us to put more sanctions on people. But all people created it. We as a humanity created this fake news. If you look on the numbers, I will tell you, let's say we have 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet, right? Every day, 150,000 people die. Just every day, 150,000 people die every day from any diseases, cardiovascular, hepatitis, virus, bacteria, infection, blah, 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 blah. How many people die from coronaviruses daily? 300 every day from 150,000. There is uh, no critical thinking right now in our population. What's the critical thinking? It's objective analysis and evaluation of, on an issue in order to form the judgment. There is no judgment. Look on how many people died. 
Yes. Well, what, what about what about Italy? Italy was a healthy country. Listen, yes. Let's People talk about died. Italy. Let's talk about Italy. Let's talk about Italy. Italy has 60, 60, 60 million people population. Sixty million people population. There is a number which called a death rate for each country. If you go to Google, you will see the death rate. The death rate for Italy is ten people per thousand. Right? It was last year. It was previous years. It was last ten years. Ten people per thousand. It still stays. If ten people per thousand for sixty million people dies, how many people a day die in Italy? Seventeen hundred. Okay, and from that amount, people who die from coronavirus is 200 only, right? So, still, so there's another 1,500 people dying every day that yeah. aren't of other See things. Yeah, put the numbers right now in the media. 200 people die every day in Italy. Put, show us how people died, 1,500 people die from cardiovascular, from other infections, from this and this and that. If 150,000 people die every day in the world, 150,000, and only 300 dies from coronaviruses, hello? <laughs> All these numbers <laughs> are sense. official. It's <clears throat> official numbers. In our World Health Organization declared pandemia, real pandemia was in, two, in 1918. You know what's pandemia? It was two-thirds of population were sick. 50 million people die. This is pandemia. It lasts three years. 50 million people die. This is pandemia. Now we have 45,000 deaths only for four months. Hello? 150 million every day dies and only 300 for coronaviruses. Where is pandemia? Guys, you just look at the numbers. The chat room loves you. The chat room is like, I sound real. This is mass media hysteria. We have to stop it because we started it. Some idiots put the prank like some guy in a mask go in the street and dies immediately, instantly from pneumonia. I'm a doctor. I saw 100 people who died from pneumonia. People don't die like this from a virus. It's all prank. It's all bullshit. It's mass media hysteria. We have to stop it. What do, you just, suggest, what do you suggest we do? Go out and spread yes, it? Yes, people in Moscow today, people in Moscow today broke all the quarantine. We went in the center of Moscow and we start protest against this bullshit because there is no pandemia, there is fake news. And now, now, look what happened. The government support that because now they can pull more restrictions they're going to vaccinate us with a vaccine which not going to work because in two, three months, the virus is going to go away. But we're going to produce in six months vaccine and going to shut us, everybody, vaccine which we don't need. That's what happened. I'm supposed to call another person to come in on this. So That's what find a way to wrap that. Because it's all fake and people have to realize it because we all lock us down in the houses. We're losing our jobs. We're losing our money. We lose our businesses because of our own stupidity. And it shows what the level of consciousness right now in humanity. We, we scared ourselves. It's a fire in a nut house. That's the truth. Thank you, Sue. Read it. 
Thank you, my darling. I now, love that. I, I mean, I don't know what you're saying. Um, is your opinion? I hear the other opinions. I'm not qualified to understand what's going on. I'm not a doctor. I'm a person. And I, I believe in better be safe than sorry. So if this is, if this is as you say it is, I'm happy. But if it's as it, they say it is, then I think we should all stay indoors and listen and be happy. I I don't think that we should think now that we can go out and get this virus, that we're going to kick it. You know, too many people of my age have died from it with all kinds of illnesses. It's scary. So I think we're, I've been going out. He doesn't go out. I'm the one who goes and runs all our I errands. don't go out of the house. Ron, I want to tell you one number, and you can verify it because it's an official number. 150,000 people dies every day, and two-thirds of it are old people. 100,000 people every day die over the planet, and 100,000 of them are old people. It's natural. The death is natural. Yeah, I know that. I've always said that. And it's only 300 people old people die. They don't die from coronavirus. They die from preliminary diseases, cardiovascular, high blood pressure, diabetes, and all this deadly. And when virus, seasonal virus. I heard some people say, oh, it's made up in uh, some laboratory and they put it on us. If they did, they didn't do a very good job because it's not daily virus. It's just a regular pneumonia. They didn't reach pandemia. It was a bad job if people created it. Bad job. <laughs> well, let's hope that wasn't so. Yeah, I hope We're going to bring so. on our next Hang guest. On. We're going to add Scott Page to the call because we want to talk about their song real quick. Right. That's what we're here for. So, so, Rev, so, uh, so actually, though, everybody loved everything you said, Olga, in the chat room. They all think that you're right. Well, she's got a great opinion and she speaks it out, and I love that. I love it too. So, anyway, you guys, um, Rebel, let's go ahead and see if we can call Scott Page so we can talk about him playing saxophone on the brand new revolution hit Electric and see Scott if you can Page get him. Um, oh, yeah. What is that? It's so funny. I thought you were Rebel saying that, and I was like, holy shit, she doesn't know who to call. <laughs> But anyway, we're going to get them on. In the meantime, everybody, you can follow uh, Revolution, even though they're not on Twitter a lot. They're at Revolution Band. Their website is revolution.com. But the important thing to remember is that Revolution is spelled R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N. Um, and that's how you get Revolution. Um, the new song is called Electric. The band is awesome. We've seen them play live a zillion times. And, uh, and we were all at Mars Rocks. And, uh, oh, Eileen said, stop talking amongst yourself. We can hear it. Oh, that was when we were, uh, oh, I was probably when I was singing along to oh, the song. Oh, no, it's you. <laughs> oh, he wrecked the whole song now. <laughs> Is that, that a new doggy? Oh, yes. Uh, that's yeah. A, yeah, that's, that's, hey. that's a new dog. Oh, it's you. Who's hey. that guy? Oh, it's hey, you. Hey, everybody. <laughs> now we're, that, that's Scott's Astro. Scott's got a beard. Scott's got a beard. That's Astro the dog first, everybody. Now we're welcoming everybody. This is Scott Page from Pink Floyd, yeah. Toto, and Super Tramp. Hey, Scott. When they let you out of jail. How are we doing? Man, we're good. How are you? I'm in my Corona clothes. There you go. And you guys, we lost picture. Scott, I know well, it'll come back. There it is. Scott, you guys is the uh, saxophonist on the brand new hit single, hit Electric, single. that you right could right hear from, that we played for you guys a minute ago. So, Scott, how you doing? And say hi to Olga and, and No. I know Olga and No, and I'm saying hi to them. Hi, folks. <laughs> I'm happy to see you guys. Yeah, you too. When did you get out of jail? 
<laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, what didn't time tell is it right me, now. What time is it? Wait, listen, 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 listen. Hush, hush. Jimmy didn't tell me that you were on this record, and when I heard the sax, I said to Jimmy off camera, I said, "That's Scott. I know that sax anywhere." And <laughs> right. Is, you, you hit those those big notes like nobody can. All right, you know, thank you. I don't, I don't know what note it is, but when you drop that sax down to the bit, it's, it's so your signature. <laughs> so totally and if you guys watch the video, you'll see Scott playing the sax in the video. Yay! Yeah, awesome. Well, we have to have somebody you know, those Scott, good video. Right? What's, what's, what's it like being held up? Whoop, you dropped out. What's it like to be held up? Yeah, Whoop, in the house. Oh, hell, in the house. Uh, you know, actually, to be truthful, I mean, I'm getting my... I'm actually getting a lot done, you know, thinking about how we pivot a little bit for the business and uh, actually been practicing like crazy. So my playing's getting much better. I'm um, happy about playing that. Playing um, get any better. You couldn't. Oh, yes, I can. Trust me. <laughs> no, no. This is a never ending battle. That's right. <laughs> the more you know, the more you realize how little you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, overall, you know, I try to look at it in the, the most positive light as I can. I'm trying to use the time well. Um you know, it's great. I'm, I'm not happy with obviously what's happening with everything for everybody. And I know it's a lot of suffering going on, which is horrible, but at the same time, you know, just going into the funk is not going to help, uh, best to be as positive as we possibly can. And I mean, I'm, I'm actually, you know, our, we started out a little rocky with our response, but right now everything's looking pretty good, pretty happy with the way things are going right now. As far as the country, it looks like we're getting some decent little good news that some things are starting to work. So, I'm hoping we get out of this here, this this sort of jail here pretty soon. We can get out and start, start seeing folks again. Absolutely. Hey, did, I, did I mention uh, fuck Trump? Oh. <laughs> well, we don't you know say what? anything. We don't no, say anything we, we on don't, our side. We don't do anything political on this show. <laughs> because okay, I, yeah. wanted, I oh, want to tell you. No, no, wait a minute. Yeah. No. Everyone my, listen. My, my, I, I have a different one. What, Everyone. Because, because this guy, is he's running this thing right now and he's going to have to make the hardest call in history when to open these doors because people don't realize if this economy goes too far we're going to go down the freaking tubes it ain't going to be a good thing it's going to be what happens when you got millions of people millions of companies that go out of business it's called a depression it's a depression millions of people out of work there's going to be a lot of suffering going on and i want to say something i want to say something to no no listen to me I'm a wise old goat. Uh, yeah. the, re the minute you said fuck Trump, you just lost 50% of sales on your record. I don't care. I don't care. You have to care. Wait a minute. Because, because Republicans will hate you. They will talk bad about you. And you don't need bad press. Jimmy and I do not discuss it. When people ask me, Ron, who did you vote for? I say Betty Davis. And then I found out she was dead. It was a mistake. And they laugh and they know it means mind your fucking business. So please, yeah. henceforth, no nasty remarks about anybody. Everybody's wonderful. Except for Aaron, except for Aaron Paul. Right. Everyone in government is wonderful. They have been for the last 90 years. There hasn't been anyone that's a president that wasn't fabulous. We love Democrats. We love Republicans. Uh, we love coffee. Oh my God! You know what? You can't. You can't. We have a chat room, and you can't curse in the chat room. If you do, it puts up like, 
it puts up a block and it won't let you curse. Since when? Oh. Uh, right there, look. Anytime oh, somebody man. tries to write something. Oh, those communists are really building. I'm telling you, those Reds are on their on the roll. So let's hold on. Let's go back to let's go back to Scott real quick. So Scott, tell us what do you think about the song? How did you like the way it came out? What do you think of the video? Let's let's promo it a little bit and let's get them some hits. What I think is this. No, good job, buddy. Yes, it worked out really well. I mean, from like from when we did it, um, I was actually surprised on how well it came out. You did a great job, man. It's you, a real you, good record. It's yeah, you're, you're playing with some. You, at the, the, in the, remember that studio? It was in the summer, and we're yeah. about passing out. It was so hot, so hot. Uh, it, and it, Scott just did, it was. That really shows the pro, you know. When, oh God, thanks, buddy. It was thanks. so it was good. fun. It's a fun yeah. song, fun to play on. So yeah, wish you luck, brother. Good luck with that. Oh yeah. Well, the uh, the, the royalty check will be in the mail. I love that. <laughs> yeah. part. Not now that I'm keep... home a lot, I can go to the mailbox very yeah. often. So I'll keep looking. <laughs> Do you guys have to go to a mailbox? No, your mailbox comes to your door, though, right? Like we have to actually walk down the street and get it from everybody. I don't walk down street. I know he doesn't. He did did when he was younger. That's how he bought this house. You're no streetwalker, right? <laughs> I walked the streets when I was in my teens. That was enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the streets. So wait, what is well, everything? I mean, really, you were talking about how hot things are, okay? I was with Eileen Shapiro out in Joshua Tree, the desert. The sun was coming down. It was a thousand degrees. Nowhere was there shade. And I thought I was going to hyperventilate and faint. So Eileen kindly said, Ron, come and stand under my breasts. There's plenty of shade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did. Yeah. And one one slipped and hit me in the head and I had a concussion. Oh dear. Oh, I didn't have to work so you know, you guys know, three of my best friends are Republicans and voted for him. So when I say that, I don't mean anything against of course Republicans. You don't. Of course you I know you were just being funny. You I know that. Yeah, but I just don't I want just, my, my my wish is that we change our, our, our view and start actually supporting that he makes a good decision because this is going to be a big one, boys. You know what? I'm not saying who I vote. I can't argue with that. We don't have to like it. We don't have it, but we should be supporting that. Please make a good call, brother. There you go. You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something in favor of Donald Trump. And I'm not a Republican at all. I'm not a Democrat either. I'm a communist. But anyway, (laughs) uh, no, wait a second. Uh, Donald Trump, I feel sorry for him. This man has come into office and has been abused. He's yeah. been insulted. He's been harassed. He's been bullied. His family has been destroyed and bullied. Now he has this virus to deal with. This guy's got more balls and strength than any other president I've ever seen in all of my life. And I started off with Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was a phony, who, while the Jews were being killed in gas chambers, said it wasn't true. Mr. Roosevelt, our president, refused to let Jews into this country. Okay? So every president I know, Truman, another douchebag with that stupid daughter of his he used to push to sing. I mean, they were all morons. Every one of them. Reagan was so painted, he looked like he was a corpse. Okay? What did Reagan do? He made real estate skyrocket that we can't afford to buy a home. But Trump has done nothing 
worse than any of the presidents we've had before. And I feel sorry for this man because I have one no comment, exception. No, comment, no, no one exception. And it oh, no his view of the climate change is is disastrous. Okay. No, I don't think that's so. the only thing. I wouldn't say that. I would disagree. If you looked at the policies they've actually put in place for the climate, have you looked like, at them? Lord. I mean, actually looked at them. I can send you a list of things that have actually put in place. I think we got to be careful of the narrative that we're talking about. There's varieties of things. Remember, there's a balance to this ecosystem. We got to be very careful. We don't know all the real issues about what's climate change. We have certain things. We have other things. We just don't know. We there are stuff. people that know, Scott. They're re- I they're- know. And there are, but my point, here's my point is, there are people that actually know that have, want to have a conversation about this that see it differently. They see that there's a lot of this climate change is that we all know. First of all, we all know climate change is happening. We know it's happening. It's happening yeah. for 4.5 billion years and it's going to continue the, happening. The, 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 gla- the, gla- the glaciers are melting. The question is how much of it is caused by humans and how much can we actually do? That's okay. the question. Right? Okay, uh, let's That's where the debate comes in. <laughs> yeah. That's where the debate comes in, right? Yeah, well, so let him go back and then we stop. Okay. Yeah, 20 doctors and uh, you have cancer and 19 of them say quit smoking. And one guy says, ah, oh, don't worry about it. Just keep smoking. But that's, You're going to leave to listen to the one guy? No, that's true. 98% of all the scientists say it's humans that are doing this. Think about that, it. So, uh, all this CO2. The earth used to be totally a 90% CO2 atmosphere. Right. Where did that where that CO2 go? It went into the ground. Right. Yeah. Now we're putting it back in the atmosphere. Well, OK, let's 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 not do this, not boys. Gonna... Listen, yeah, let's just, yeah, yeah. I have a new I have a new question yeah. for uh, I have a new question I'm for all good the scientists. Okay. I love right? you. I love you, Scott. We'll talk about no, this. No, it's, this. Hang on. A, hang on. Dude, hang on, everybody. Which one of you guys wants like, to run? Is, I find hang on. Stuff, right? I don't hang on. Right. Hang on, I, I, I lean. Wait, everyone, quiet. Listen, I have a question for scientist Alga, Alga, my sweet love. Yeah. I heard, I heard that the people that are smoking vapor get the flu quicker than others. Is that true? That's true. The vapors are uh, in our killing device because, uh, first of all, it's not a marijuana anymore. It's a concentrate, and it's gonna have uh, different consequences for human health. Because it's highly concentrated, it's like from 80 to 90 percent THC. Plus, when you inhale it, it's go directly to your lungs. And plus, it's a uh, we put something to that which we don't know. Some artificial stuff to improve the smell, improve that, improve this, and we don't know what it's gonna be. There you go. We see all the commercials of the kids. I I want all my friends that are listening to stop vaping. Is that the word vaping? Is that how you call it? Vaping? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Because it's not good for you. We have one friend in particular he's talking to. And and she knows who she is. (laughs) And you know what? She's got those big boobs laying on that lung. So, you know, the the lungs are hard enough to breathe without those cannons laying on them. So, you know who I And I love you to death, my darling Eileen. I love you. Knock off the vaping. It's bullshit. And Eileen wants to know which the, said the best way to end, end the whole like conversation was to see which one of you guys is going to run for president. <laughs> I say I'll I go for Scott. I'll, I don't want I go for no. you. I don't I want go, that job. Scott, you'd be I great. Go, I'm telling you. 
You I, I, think, I vote for Olga. I vote for well, Olga. Vote for Olga. Olga, Olga. Olga has bigger balls. Olga has bigger balls than anybody I know. Right, and she's the smartest one too. <laughs> and she, and she tells it like she thinks it is. Third world country. I cannot be a president, and I refuse. <laughs> okay, she refuses. So we won't nominate you then. <laughs> but you could be president of what is it? Aid, advice, aid. They would vote for you though. The chat room says they would vote for you, and if we could get the electric song to sell about eight billion copies, you'd have enough money to run. <laughs> No, I want to stay on the island where we live. And uh, now I have three dogs. We have one more dog. Now we have total three dogs. We have three, we have three also. too. And Scott's got one, right? Scott, you have one dog. One dog. Yeah, has one. So you need to get two more to catch up. Yeah, we have three. And it's uh, wonderful because uh, when four dogs come in a pile, you don't have to teach him anything. He just yep. follows. Oh, well, not ours. Our little one, he just, like, pisses all over the place. No, he doesn't. No, that's not true. He's being wise ass. Sometimes Astro forgets and he pees on the leg of a dining room chair. But that's <laughs> once in a blue moon. And I wipe oh, look. It. Look how cute. Astro, oh, she's cute. A girlfriend, Astro. A girlfriend, <laughs> Astro. Look, a girl. Astro's actually sitting on the table that we're, like, doing all this from. On the desk. Oh, yeah. Astro, Astro, look at the pretty little boy. Gotta like love it. Before I forget, Scott, please yes, give a hug and a kiss to Wayne. Yes, I shall. From me. I will. She will. I so will. Let's I miss everybody. I miss seeing her, you, the gang. I the mean, gang. Hail, the, hail, the gang's all the whole, the whole yeah. crew. <laughs> I mean, all of us. Uh, what's his name? The, the guitar guy. I love him. Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Kenny, I love Kenny. How's, uh, is, is Kenny staying in? I think huh? Kenny's a little. Kenny's a little crazy. Oh. I bet he's not running really around cool. in the street. No, he's not. Up, he's in L.A. Picking up women. No, he's in L.A. We talked to him. <laughs> I hope he's. I like Kenny so much. What a sweetheart of a guy. Great guy. Great guy. Oh, a great guy with a terrific heart and a talent like you can't believe. So let's take this back because we got another guest and we're going to have to drop to in a minute. Oh, why? Wow, so, so everybody, first of all, we're, this is Scott Page. And this is from the Pink Stewart. Floyd days and more. And no Mansfield. They're from Revolution. Yay, Check out no. their friend. Check out the brand new single "Electric." Uh, it's on it's on digital download sites now and and streaming. Check out the video for "Electric." They're all in it. You'll see. I don't know why my microphone's going. And that's a great song. You know, I don't like most uh, heavy rock or loud music, that kind of shit. But I like your song. It's good. I could dance to it. As long as I can dance to music, I like it. It's when it gets to a point where you cannot dance to it. It goes like into some other world. I'm not a very good listener. Anyway, you guys, the theme of it is You Can't Stop Us. Check out Revolution, revolution.com. It's R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N. We hope all you guys continue to stay safe and take care of yourselves. We miss all you guys and can't wait till the world hey, opens Scott, up again. thanks so much for playing out. that solo. That, that solo at thanks, the end is like the I'm best honored. ever. I'm honored to be on your record. It's awesome. Oh. Right? <laughs> We're so I happy look, to have you. I look forward to being in your company again and to be able to hug sure. and kiss all of you. Very all right, good. you guys. Thank you. I'm going to run. Bye. Bye, everybody. Market run. We'll see there you go. Do your market run. Bye-bye. Scott. Bye, no. Love to you, Alga, honey. Bye. Kisses to all of you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. So now what we're going to do is uh, do a quick commercial. I think our next guest is trying to call in, but we're going to call her in a minute. Uh, um, it's not quite time. Hang on. I'll tell her. 
We will call you in a minute. Okay. The dog is always around. All right, everybody. So we hope you guys enjoyed that whole little uh, thing that we had going on. The dog is so cute. Let's just do a quick. Uh, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show, you guys, live on our home station of W4CY Radio every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can also hear us on K4HD Radio, Jackalope Radio, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And uh, if you want to watch the videos, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. We started adding up new new uh, shows this week, so there's more shows up there for you guys to check out and see. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? I forgot. That's because you have, like, the beginning of you-know-what. No, I don't. Look at the dog. He's, like, just totally took over the whole everything. Anyway, you guys, um, uh, I guess what we're going to do is play a song and call our next guest. Um, and what we're going to play is Power of a Love Song by Tate Stevens. And then while we're uh, playing it, we'll try and get our next guest on the line. So go ahead, Rebel. You can, like, play the song. And uh, it's a country song, you guys. I don't like tons of country, but I like this one a lot. It's a beautiful song. Enjoy Tate Stevens' Power of a Love Song. It can make you cry It can make you laugh Give you feelings That you've never had Make the worst of times Just fade away and Help you find the words That you don't know how to say The power of a love song Can make you believe The power of a love song It can change everything It can right every wrong Help you hold on Even when all hope is gone It can take you back To that first time you both looked in each other's eyes You say I do Then take her hand Slowly start to sway For that first dance The power of a love song Can make you believe The power of a
It can make you cry. It can make you laugh. Give you feelings that you've never had. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. Hey, everybody. That was Tate Stevens' Power of a Love Song. Now we want to make sure we can hear our next guest. Say something, Wendy. Hi, it's Wendy here in New York. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented model, actress, host, documentary filmmaker, and author, Wendy Stewart Kaplan. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jimmy. And you hit all the nails on the head, I have to tell you. I know. Isn't that good? I, I've got my shit together. <laughs> you didn't so let me inter- out one title. Um, let me introduce you around. First, this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. Hi. Hey, Wendy. You're in my city where I was born, New Are York City. No, I'm a New Yorker, baby. I'll never oh, be a baby, Californian. relocated. Well, yeah, because of work, but I never lost my New York accent. I go back to get it back. Well, there. By the time you're done talking with me, Ron, you'll have it back again. I'm glad because I miss my New York accent. Out here, they all sound weird. <laughs> They, you know, they like they speak like their their tongues fell out of their mouth. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, their tongue is stuck. <laughs> yeah, Californians have a weird uh, California accent. Anyway, I heard so all on, about. On, hang on. on, I heard all about you from Jimmy, and oh, I'm I excited. Yes, they're all good things. And uh, first of all, you're very beautiful. And I'm excited to get to know you. So we'll start. I'll let Jimmy speak. So let me get going. First, We have a chat room full of people. So number one, say hi to everybody in the chat room and then make a special hi because Eileen is in the chat room. Oh, so fabulous. Hi to everybody in the chat room. Great to be with you all today. And Eileen, big hug to you, girl. So there you go. So all yeah, right, wait, you if you hug Eileen, it's got to be a very big hug. Well, get around her to, one, for you to get your arms hug. to get your arms around her chest is like impossible. <laughs> You're speaking from experience, I guess, Ron, huh? Absol- oh, absolutely. Oh, I've, I've grabbed those babies more than uh, her three husbands ever did. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! And live to tell about it, huh? And live to tell about it, right? Okay, so first off, we're gonna say real quick, you guys. First of all, you guys, Wendy Stewart Kaplan has a book out. It's called "She's the Last Model Standing," and she's a, like a really famous fit model, you guys. So like, she's a perfect size eight, and so perfect. if you're if you wear something that's a size eight, she was probably like the fit model who who made it like fit to her body, which I think is like the coolest thing ever. Tell everybody a little bit about being a fit model, real quick. Right. So I'm so glad you asked that, Jimmy, because you know when I tell people about that, they look at me like I have two heads. They think it's like a fitness model so what a fit model does is like like the way you guys are dressed today you see how you have the buttons open onto your the neck of your shirt there jimmy right that shirt was made to certain measurements and that's what i do i work with designers and come up with measurements to make their clothes fit people so when a customer say goes into a store and buys something by eileen fisher they know that if they buy like the the small or a size eight, that it's going to fit them. So it's very specific, you know, the way I like my clothes to fit are comfortable, right? People don't want to feel like they're in a straight jacket, right? Guys, you don't want to ever feel that way. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> I can't wait for the eighties to come back. I used to wear Jabot and all the great designers of the baggy loose clothing. It was so comfortable. Now right, I know you like, you I, like that, right? You like being able to move. And that's one of the things absolutely. I pride myself on. I, 
I tell people I do what's a universal fit. Mm -hmm. It's a fit that any woman can go into the store, buy my size eight, and it'll be really comfortable. But it'll also look good because it's not just about comfort. We all want to look good. And we don't want tight things. Eileen Shapiro has a problem with bras because they're all too tight. So she went to the American <laughs> she went to the American parachute company and they made uh, two bras for her. Special parachute <laughs> bras. It can be yes. to use. By the way, I do Eileen Shapiro jokes constantly. I figured I, that I, you did. I love and adore my Eileen more than anything. She's my well, closest. She's an amazing person. That's well, awesome. she's also my dearest friend in the world, so love she it. likes it. She doesn't my jokes. Okay, so I'm sure I'm showing the book. So you guys listen, the book is called She's the Last Model Standing, Wendy Stewart Kaplan with David Wallace. And if you look inside, you see pictures. I mean, she's gorgeous now at whatever age she is. And if you look and see the pictures of her when she was younger, she's like smoking supermodel hot. She's still smoking. And, uh, and I'm yeah, still modeling. And she's still modeling, you guys. Modeling. And and you have something in common with Ron's daughter because yes. Well, Ron, what what was your daughter in New York? She was my daughter in New York. What no, was she's it? Miss what? <laughs> oh, my daughter was Miss Teen Long Island, Miss Long Island, second runner-up in Miss America. Uh, no, oh, for, yeah. first runner-up in Miss America, uh, Eastern Division. She won all sorts of beauty pageants. And and, and Wendy was Miss New York and Com Oh yeah, my daughter Mrs. was Mrs. Wait, I was Mrs. New York. Mrs. Mrs. New York Mrs. and she New competed York, in right. the Mrs. America pageant. Yeah, Leslie did too. What does that mean? You're wait, over wait, like twenty or Le something? Leslie was Miss New <laughs> My daughter but you was You know what I was also, Jimmy, I was also Miss Tonga Bikini in a beauty pageant in Caracas, Venezuela. The Miss okay. Bikini pageant. That's right. We all had to wear bikinis. And I won for the best sense of humor. And guess who our host was? Somebody that nobody knew in the United States at that time. Donald Trump. named Julio oh. Iglesias. Oh, Julio. Oh, before Julio became a crossover artist. He was and a night. I met him years ago. Him. It was great. I met him years ago in a restaurant on Long Island. And he was very, 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 yeah, very sweet. Very nice guy. Very he's elegant. He's a real elegant and elegant of course, man. Very talented. He's very elegant. So, so quietly wait, elegant. What does Mrs. New York mean though? Like you have to be over like how old? Like twenty five or something? No, you just had you married. just had to be married. And, oh, okay. Um, and the pageant now, actually, they interviewed me in New York, but we came oh, from all over the country. And the pageant was in South Padre Island, Texas. And the first night, they took us out on a, a cruise on a a booze cruise or a gambling cruise and all <laughs> the contestants went down one by one. Yeah, there okay. you go. Miss Montana, she was barfing over the side of that boat. All right? <laughs> we, were, we were like, we were quite a crew that night. It was really something, but it was really a lot of fun. And uh, once again, I think I won that one again for the best, you know, sense of humor because the sense of humor will get you through no matter what. Exactly. Yeah, Ron's got that thing going right. too. Now listen to me. Kaplan is your name. You is that married a married name? name? Is that a yep. married name? Yeah. So you're not you're not a Jewish girl. I have one, but the wrong half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm My half mother Jewish. was a Stuart, an Irish, Scotch Irish Stuart, Protestant Irish. So I'm I'm half Jewish also. Actually, what uh, well, I, I don't know. I've never figured that out. Uh, actually, it's a, a I am a descendant of a Jewish people, because in, in, yeah, in Italy, uh, because of the Hitlers and the wars, they all lied and became Christians not to be killed. So wait, you're you're an Italian Jew? Well, no, I'm an Italian Christian, but 
of oh, Jewish by way of Judaism, maybe, huh? Well, I, I, my father said you have a choice. And in my later years, I chose to be of the Jewish faith only because I believe in ancient aliens. And I believe that uh, the ancient aliens are the ones that gave Moses and everybody the information that <laughs> made the world become what it is. That's his favorite well, show. He watches it every Friday. <laughs> really? So I have to no, I have to tell you something. I so I have my degree in anthropology and archaeology, and I believe in the ancient aliens too. And I will tell you why. Have you ever been to Peru, Ron? Dying to go. Are you serious? Okay. You would be blown away because you know those lines of Nazca? Yes. There's no way, absolutely no way anyone can really explain how those happened. No, right? they can't. They can't explain. They can't explain the fact that you can't get a credit card through the seams of the walls, that everything was laser, laser cut. You know, we know that there was a superior civilization maybe a billion years ago Absolutely. that became extinct. Uh, we know that Mars had life and then people from Mars or whatever, bacteria or whatever, came to this planet and created man. Then they came here, and I think the aliens saw the ape, and they crossed our DNA with the ape's DNA, and that's how we became uh, humans. Ron, you know what? I love you to death. <laughs> You're like so scientific, evolutionary. He watches everything. I love you it. I now because you know what? It's rolled into one. He's just well, taking I, I, the total and complete history of human beings and rolled it into one thing. I, there I, you I, go. I'm a Gemini, so, wait, I, so I, I capsulize. Here to talk to me, but I, I'm now. Ron's got me on a subject that I can't get Good. over. Actually, our, our our show is just a talk show, so we talk yeah. about everything. We'll talk about your show before we before we're done. Yeah, yeah we have but, a long. But we need to get back to the aliens, so I need to find this out. Ron, has the mothership ever come down and taken you aboard? I need to know that. I wish, I pray, I look every day. The first, thing, ass every day. the first thing I'm going to do when I get on board is, can you get rid of all the wrinkles? <laughs> right, can, you're going to be flawless. And, yes, and can you make me uh, 20 pounds lighter with a great body? And well, if of they course do they that, can, because you know what they're going to do? They're going to experiment on you with lots of little silver instruments. Are you a little nervous about that? Not at all. Oh my God, he would like be in his glory. Are you kidding? They could do whatever they want as long as He's I come out. He's embracing it, Jimmy. Look at him. He's embracing it. Oh yeah, my God. as long as I come off the spacecraft looking like Rock Hudson, what do I care? He watches <laughs> everything that has to do with like Egypt, aliens, anything like that. Uh, That's all well, that. Because you know why? History has opened up. And people are opening their minds now, and we're getting out of the thought that, you know, people believe in Jesus Christ, and they say that he died and came back to life. That's a very far-fetched story, okay? No one has ever died and come back to life that we know, but yet zillions of people believe in this man and that he was the son of God. So how do you explain that? I explain it as, yes, he was the son of God, but God was an alien, and Jesus is the son of an alien. I believe oh my. <laughs> just like Moses, when Moses got the Ten Commandments, they were in a spacecraft above him, speaking to him and they, through a loudspeaker. He heard this. And then with the laser, they wrote the Ten Commandments on the tablets. So you believe the Ten Commandments was written by a laser. OK, how do you think the Red Sea parted? What made the Red Sea part? Was that the mothership? I think so. 
because the people were all no seriously listen you believe in jesus christ people believe in santa claus so why can't we believe in the river the ocean parting from a spacecraft people when they hear spacecraft and spacemen they go oh that's all bullshit yet religion when you read it sounds like the biggest bullshit ever uh, somebody's grandmother lived to be 199 i mean where that ever happened you know, all that crap, Samson and Delilah, Samson had strength, he knocked down buildings. That's all wonderful. He was Superman. But yet when anybody says that we've seen aliens or spacecraft and how many people have been abducted, they're either insane or maybe it's possible. So I give it a benefit of a doubt and I say yes. I got it. So I wait, where, it. Did, where did you go to school? Well, wait, how, wait, how do you feel about that? Well, how do, you know, you're you're talking to a person that's spent a lot of time making documentaries in remote places in the world. So I've seen things that can't be explained. So to your point, yeah, I totally I totally agree with you. It really is all possible. But the thing is, we always have a scientific community that's going to say, "No, Ron, you're out of your mind." Yeah, that's true. Well, why doesn't that scientific right, right, community Jimmy? say, "Well, wait, There's why does people that have said that to Ron, right?" So, no, no. How do you, people how do you people back are up people. Beliefs? What do you no, think is the I, best way to back up those beliefs? When I speak this way, I'm a stand-up comic, okay? So when I speak this way, people laugh. They think it's part of my act. Right. They don't know that I firmly believe it. No, I can tell you totally believe it. You know, I I have this is my sort of a religion. That's why I like Judaism because it's so close to what the aliens taught us. It's the history. Like Oak Island, the, the, you know, the, the TV series that puts me to sleep every week, Oak Island. The, the, you know, the curse of Oak Island, they dig another hole and it's gone for another week and they, they keep digging holes. But they're looking for That's the such cover. a great plot to have. Well, you they're really looking. don't even need writers for a show like I that. I know. You, you don't, they don't. But wait a minute. They're looking for the, the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant they're looking for. So, and if, so Ron, if, I know all about the Ark of the Covenant. So here's what you need to do. Because I know about this. I went to Ethiopia. because I, don't, they, I, I could love you to death if I, I knew you. I know you could. Because I go to the I wanna, wait, I want to know you. Where and all I, this yeah, happened, right? And there's a place called Lalibela in the northern part of Ethiopia where the churches are built into the rocks. Yes, I know. It. I know. So of you it. go into it. the earth and it is said and it's really believed the Ark of the Covenant is there in Lalibela and people believe it. And I've been there when they've had the pilgrimages, people that have walked for hundreds of miles, dressed all in white, barefoot, just to go to that part of the world because it's considered so sacred. You need to go there. He would love to go uh, to all those. I would things. like to go across the street right now. <laughs> Barefoot or with shoes? I'd be so happy going into Palm Springs and having lunch with some friends, let alone going to Ethiopia. Wait, wait. So tell everybody, because you made all these cool documentaries. Tell everybody what you did, the different wait, documentaries Wait, before she done. goes there, I wait, want you. Wait, he's not letting me off the hook, No, Jimmy. no, 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 because I, when I come you know to I New York. I going, Jimmy. He's going now. He's on I fire. Listen, I listen. Listen, I love you in 20 minutes. When I get to New York, you and I are having lunch. Oh, absolutely. I am not letting you out of my site. Oh, my God, You're totally fabulous. Up because I have so much I can share with you about some now, of this stuff. Now, I'm give right there me with you, Ron. You need to know it. Wait, so Jimmy wait, wait, asked wait, me listen. about my documentaries. So what well, wait, are the films that I have currently them? running where now? I'm going to tell you. Go. Are you ready? Go. Yep, okay. we're ready. One Go. of the films I currently have running now, Whispers and Witnesses, is about primate rescue in Cameroon, I did a film about two women that run these rescue centers to help save the apes. Why are we doing this? Because the chimpanzees and gorillas are being poached for 
medicinal purposes and believe it or not, bushmeat. Bushmeat is served as a delicacy in places in Asia. And unfortunately, I've been told in places in the United States as well. And Terrible. these women opened up these rescue centers because when the parents are killed, they take the babies in, the baby chimpanzees or the baby gorillas, and they're raised with foster care, which is human beings. And then about a year later, they're released into groups where they can be with their own kind. However, the groups they're released into are four-acre enclosures because these animals can never be released back into the wild again because if that happens, they will be killed. And that's a huge problem in Cameroon and in many parts of Africa. So I decided to make a film about the women that are doing this kind of work. It's really quite extraordinary that they believe in saving these primates, and so do I. I have a question for you. I have a I question. Think I think you're terrific beyond belief. So what do you have you have you watched that the show that's the number one show on Netflix, Tiger King? So I've been hearing, so here's the deal. I haven't seen it yet. All of a sudden this week, this is so funny, Jimmy. Everyone's saying, Tiger King, Tiger King, you need to see it. Oh my God, people live for it. Tell me about that show. I I, I'm it, it, that, I, I haven't seen it. I only watched the first two episodes and basically it's about a white trash guy who like has a place where he rescues, has all these like tigers and charges people to come look at him. And another lady who thinks that he's the worst human on the planet and she rescues him, tries to rescue him. And then she's got her own thing doing the same thing. And it's all white trash people. Like the guy has two husbands. He's married to two husbands. Everybody oh, in it is great. No, hold on. I just love, I love this already. So wait, this is like a true reality show. Documentary. It's a documentary. It's, it's a documentary. And it's totally true. And, uh, and I think what happens, I think when you get Hang to the on end, one minute, if it's you think it's totally true. No, it's true. It's yeah. Well, I'm going to call Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren has all some right, old, Tippy Hedren with no call with her. all the cats. And, and I'm going to call Tippy and I'm going to let the people. I mean, she's a friend of mine. So I'm going to call Tipska and I'm going to ask her. Is this tiger shit true? No, it's true. Here's what happened. Like, cause I, I like Googled yeah, yeah, it me. to read it all. I, I think what happened happens at the end is the lady who's like his biggest competition. He feeds her to a lion or something. Oh, like, get out of here. No, I'm kidding. He feeds a lady to I'm a lion. I'm telling you, it shows you everything. Like one of the ladies that's there gets her arm ripped off by the oh, lion and you God. see it. You see the whole thing, the arm on the ground and everything. I mean, it's really it's not like CG intense. Wait, it's not CGI. No, it's a true no, thing. This is, this this really happened? Yeah, this is a real thing. It's like a documentary about this fucking guy who likes who became a magician, lion guy, and now he has like he lives with two hundred lions with his two husbands, and people come and see this, and it's his battle to be able to keep it open because people are trying to close him down. And I only made it through the first two, oh, two yeah. episodes because it's it's so trashy. It's like watching, like imagine if Roseanne was a reality show. A thousand times trashier. Lions, I got it, right. Yeah, it's like everybody's living in like a, a, a double wide I'm you know trailer. I'm, I'm definitely trailer. calling <laughs> I'm definitely calling Tippy Hedron because if this is true, she's gotta be out of her mind with anger. Tippy is so I'm against out of my out of mind with anger. Are you telling me about this? Why on earth would they publicize anything like this? And it's know? number one. It's the number one yeah, show course, in America. Okay, come on, you guys. I mean, look at the society we're living in now. You're look right. It's trash. Look, like, look what's trash. happening. You know, what's going on now? People are, they don't know anything anymore. All right. And watching something like that is super sensationalism. It and is super sensational. It. 
I, I have to explain who Tippi Hedren is for those yes, of you please. out there She's who amazing, are young. By the way. Tippi Hedren was the star of The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. She's the beautiful, stunning blonde. If you want to know more about Tippi Hedren, go to YouTube and look at my interview with Tippi Hedren. It's on she, the Ron Russell set the record on, straight. On Ron Russell set the record straight. And she will explain to you exactly how tigers and lions are being abused by the public. They get them when they're puppies puppy kitties babies. kittens babies and they kitties. think they're and then when they grow up they kill them or let them go loose so tippy hedron over at shambhala it's shambhala needs, yeah i know wait I know needs it well. money hang on one minute she needs money it costs thousands of dollars a day to feed her 96 cats that she's got living there and i don't yeah, mean this guy says seven hundred fifty thousand. it costs him to feed his for yeah, a year and and tippy needs a couple of million so please everyone send money to the uh, shambhala association for tippy hedron to feed her cats here's another thing that they said about it in the first two episodes that i watched they were because the lady was all upset her his biggest rival in that like they breed them and then like a baby cub up until it's 12 weeks, either eight weeks or 12 weeks old. I forgot which one you can like, they, you know let, people, they let people pet them and stuff. And they said they, they, they make like a hundred thousand dollars off of the thing in the first 12 weeks you know of what? life. Because you know they what? charge money to have them pet. Yeah. Listen, right. listen up everybody. Let's yeah. not talk about them. We're giving them publicity. Uh, you I don't know what, need... Ron, you're, you're right, but I like I like that you brought Tippi Hedren into this. She's well known for being. I, I have news for you. Incredible. I'm, I'm, the minute I contact Tippy and tell yes. her to come on our show and talk about this, yes, she will. Absolutely. She will do it with bells on. I'm sure she. You know, she's 92 now, so she's a little old, but she's still a tiger. So here's and, what I have a solution for the whole thing, you guys. Yeah, don't what is watch that? that. Don't watch that trashy show because if you Google. If you Google pandemic cooking with Wendy, you can watch a really good show and you can watch Wendy learning how to cook in her kitchen with her friends in New York City during the coronavirus. So, Tell yes, us a little this bit is about true, your show. Jimmy. And you know what? People can find me on Facebook on two places under Wendy Stewart, but now all of my episodes are on my other page on Facebook called She's the Last Model Standing. And you can catch episodes one through 10 Pandemic Cooking with Wendy. That's right. And, you know, we start out with Wendy and I've had guests on, but now I can't have any more guests, you know, because we're all in isolation. So oh, well, one, of, one of your guests was a friend of ours, Tim Moss. We love, oh my God, how much do we oh, all love Tim, Tim Moss? He's Tim, fabulous. Tim, 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 Tim Moss cracks me up. I just I spoke mean, to Tim like a few hours ago. So let's talk about Tim Moss. Do you guys know what he's doing like just about every day? He yes, has I, a, like an exercise morning with Tim Moss. He puts on like old disco favorites. And, and dances. He, <laughs> right. He, right. He puts on Facebook Live and he dances in front of his phone. Believe me, it is like it's everything. And you can dance along with him. And it actually it is a workout. And I mean, Tim is just fabulous. I love him today. I, I, so he was a guest on my show, and we made pasta quarantino together. Pasta quarantino? Yes, and it was what, delicious, Ron. What are the ingredients? I'm an Italian cook. What is the ingredients? What are the ingredients? So for the pasta quarantino, of course, we had the pasta, which was spaghetti, and we boiled that in a pot. You have to understand, Ron, I don't know how to do any of this. All right? I put the spaghetti in the pot, and while that was boiling, Tim and I took a jar of spaghetti sauce. It was Prego spaghetti sauce, and thank God. Don't count that. He'll have a heart attack. He makes his own. <laughs> in it 
And then, you know what I did to make it special, Ron? I had bought a jar of chopped up olives. We poured the chopped up olives in there. We shook it up then on the frying pan on top of the stove. We put a little oil in and then we took chopped meat and we browned it, cut up some onion, put that in there and then took, this was the best part. Are you with me, Ron? Or you're like completely horrified. Ron's with me. Well, it's, it <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds like a, it sounds like a no, taco. It, it was amazing. We, we did the chopped meat with the onions and the Prego spaghetti sauce. And we, Tim just like, he just like stirred it and stirred it and stirred it and it, it cooked. And then when we were done, we put the spaghetti out and we, we saturated, we saturated the spaghetti with it. It was so good. Mm. So I have to tell you, well, let me because that's it. how, hang on, that's how I would have made pasta back in the day. And he calls that pretty much wasp pasta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you ever get out to Palm Springs, come to our house. Well, I'll, I go I'll, real Italian. I'll cook you a really good Italian meal. Well, you Just, know, listen, I was in Palm Springs and I, I didn't know you then, but the editor of my book, David Wallace, lives in Palm Springs. And I okay. actually went out there to visit him. When you come back, Next call. Time you come, we'll have a party. Yes. And I'll cook, I'll cook a delicious Italian pasta meal for you. Really okay, good. Okay, will it be pasta quarantino, though, Ron? No, we'll never, <laughs> never like will it now. be. There has never been a jar of pre-made sauce in my life. In not house. in my mother, not in my grandmother's house, my mother's house, or my house. When never. I met him, when I met him, and we went to the grocery store, we were down the pasta aisle, and he was like, and I was like looking at the sauces. He's like, "You have to be fucking kidding me! We do not eat that in an Italian family." <laughs> I, I have a, I, my, so everything. I, wait, everything's from scratch, Ron. You do everything yeah, from everything from scratch. My very dearest friend is Perry Winkler, and she doesn't know where the kitchen is. She hasn't got a pot in the house. She knows nothing. And she's we were talking like me. She yes. No, no. Well, she, she, she's a super. She's a super important, famous chap. Anyway, I said to a Perilla, "Did you ever cook anything?" She said, "Of course, darling." She said, "I used to make my kids spaghetti sauce all the time." I said, "What?" She said, "Well, they'd boil the the maid, of course, would boil the spaghetti, and then they'd pour ketchup on it." I said, "You had to be kidding." She said, "Oh no, my daughter loved it. They loved I, it. My kids love that, Ron." Ketchup on spaghetti? Yeah, they love it. It's simple. Children have simple tastes. Oh, God. I, I mean, please. I can't even phantom what it would taste like. Ketchup on spaghetti? I, I have a question. Yes. Jimmy, did you ever eat ketchup on spaghetti? No, I don't eat ketchup. Um, oh, all right. I, I, I was going to ask you if you ever had ketchup on spaghetti, Jimmy, no. at all. But you both know I didn't cook until I had this pandemic cooking show. And yeah, this decided- stuff you made looks terrific. I know it is. I'm right. Are you impressed? You've seen what the pictures look like and all of that. It's great. I watched, I watched the videos. What else have you made? Um, so yesterday or two days ago, uh, we made chicken Quarantino. <laughs> I'm going to give you the recipe for chicken Quarantino. Oh I can't wait. I knew, I could see your anticipation. <laughs> this, this has got to be the best one. You're freaking wait, killing wait. me here. Was so Tim co- wait, wait, hang on. Was Tim cooking this? No, this, so this is Jed Ryan, who a shout out to Jed Ryan, an amazing nurse who's on the front lines. And how did I meet Jed when Jed's not being an amazing nurse? He's a burlesque star. So Jed was one of my guests on the show and we made this chicken quarantino. So this is a great recipe, Ron. You need to listen up because you'd never think to do this. You take the skin chicken pieces, you put them in a bag and then you pour like a, almost a whole jar of mayonnaise in there. 
<clears throat> and then you squish it up. You squish it up really good. And then you take truffle oil and you put that in there too. You have the whole picture. It's all in the bag, right? Easy peasy. And then you Easy. have a, a bag of truffle potato chips. And you take the bag of the truffle potato chips. I love doing this part. And you got to pound it up really good so you can take out all your aggression on the bag of the truffle chips. And when you get it like almost to where it's breadcrumbs, you take it and you take the chicken and you put it in that bag and you shake everything. It's like it's like shake and bake, right? But it's bad. <laughs> okay. And then and then we took and we had all the vegetables cut up already. And I took the truffle oil and poured it over the vegetables. Then I took parsley and oregano and I, I put all that over it. So you, you haven't even asked me how I knew to do that because I did. I did because I'm an instinctive person. Okay. okay. And then everything got popped in the oven for 40 minutes. It was so minutes. delicious. I can't even begin to tell you. I can't stand mayonnaise, so like, I don't know if I can I, eat that I, one. I can only imagine what You're it was. You're speechless. I am speechless because I've never heard of that. But you know what? Some recipes are weird, and they are very good Wait, tasting. hold up. Ron, Ron, did you say it was a weird recipe? Well, I thought the potato, the, the uh, what is it that you put there? The, the truffle potato chips, chips and right. the mayonnaise could make me want to puke a little. But... <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who condemn. I don't like to do that or judge. Thank you. You're not judgmental that way. Not at all. I would have to taste it. He would then, eat it first, and then if he didn't like it, he'd be judgmental. No, 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 no. I would, no, I would eat it and smile. And if I were asked, do you like it? I would tell the truth. I'd say no. Do you have a buff bag? available. Oh my gosh, that's cutting right to the chase there, isn't it? Well, you know, meanwhile, you're hysterically funny. I think I'm in love with you and I'm gay. That's Thank you so much. Well, you know, we'll have to talk more about aliens and, and cooking and all of these things that I'm into and chimpanzees and gorillas and everything that's going on in the world. I have two other questions Wait, for you. Let me just say Wait, one Timmy, thing. You, you only have two questions for me now. You know what? That's come on. I'm worth more than two. Oh, Wait well, a minute. We only have eight minutes, nine minutes oh left. Gosh. So you're a very beautiful woman. Also a very intelligent woman and a woman that marches to a different drum. I do. How, how difficult is it for men to date you and want to fall in love with you? Well, men men do fall in love with me, but I'm married, so that that's the end of that. But they do. Okay, fall in love so with how me. did your husband fall in love with you, and how does he deal with your uh, what's the word I want to say? Uniqueness. Co colorful Uniqueness. self. <laughs> no, colorful, colorful self. But, uh, no, the word I think you're looking for is quirky. Let's talk about the word quirky. He, okay. My husband really loves it. He's my cinematographer on my films. He's a commercial photographer. He's an artist. He thinks I what I do is just great. He's a hundred percent supportive, and he tolerates something that no other husband would tolerate. I have five gay husbands in addition to a regular husband. Good for you. You can add me to the list now. You got six gay husbands. <laughs> well, I well actually it's back to five because one of the gay husbands I recently had a divorce. Too much drama with that one. But <laughs> 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 well, yes, right, you guys, it's always one, right? There's always one that has to like act out more than right. so the narcissist had to go. All right? right, that had to happen. So now I have four. But if you watch my pandemic cooking with Wendy Jed Ryan who I was testing out the other day, he's definitely a contender for that slot. 
of husband okay. number five. We'll see what happens. Okay, good. I'm and up for cook. it. They all, Ron, they all have to be able to do something. Some I, I cook with, some I can shop with. You know, they all have to have a, a need that can be filled. There you go. They go. Do they go into your home or do they Skype in? No, no. They're when 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 we're not in a pandemic, they're in my you know they're in my home. We do right. But now with the pandemic, out. now with this uh, bullshit, uh, they don't come in your house anymore. No, no. Uh, Jeb was the last one. He was actually a nurse, and he came by to check on Alan, but that was taped. So now with what's going on now, no, nobody can come here. They have so to awesome. be available on Skype. You guys but, listen. Now Zoom. Wendy, you guys, she's also an actress. She's been on plays. She did a movie called Waitress, a Lloyd Kaufman film. How did you get involved with that? Lloyd Kaufman was our, our first celebrity guest almost I, I we totally ever had on it. our show. Okay, let's talk about Trauma Productions, Toxic I mean, that, Avenger, right? You know the like, films. Like the worst but fun films you've ever seen. They were really, really fun, but I did a film for him. It was the first film I, one of the first films I did, it was called Squeeze Play. It was about a girl's softball team, okay? And because it was a non-union film and because it was like Kaufman, we would film for like 12 hours a day in Lodi, <laughs> New Jersey, okay? And of course, it's a like Kaufman film, so what did it mostly have in it? Wet t-shirts content, right? <laughs> And to this day, all right, and, and I have this in my book, those words from Lloyd Kaufman, okay, get them ready, hose them down. Uh -huh. I can still hear those words. Hose I hear those words all the time. When I walk around. Oh, my around, God, it was like waterboarding. No, when I walk around Palm Springs with Eileen Shapiro, all of the gardeners, when they see her coming, they say, okay, hose boys, hose her down, hose, and they do. You gotta like love it. So that was fun though, right? Working in a Lloyd Kaufman film, though. Anyway, I, I was in a couple. I was in uh, Squeeze Play. I was in. Wait oh my god! In Waitress Jimmy, I actually had lines in that film. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I had. But this is a great Lloyd Kaufman story, and I hope we have enough time. He gave me six lines in that film, and then when he needed somebody to do a tour of the Midwest and the Northeast, he didn't have anybody really of the actresses that were good talkers in person, which I can do. I can talk to anybody about anything. So he said to me, would you do the tour as the star of the film? I go, <laughs> Lloyd, I had six lines in the film. He said, don't worry about it. Here's the plan, and this is true. <laughs> he said, we're going to have you before the film opens in the malls in like Evansville, Indiana and Henderson, Kentucky. And we'll have you set up at a table signing, you know, your eight by tens with people lined up, getting them all psyched for the film. And by the time the film opens, we'll have you out of there. So nobody will ever know. <laughs> you're not the star. No one will ever kill you for spending right, but you 30 know what? That's bucks. That's exactly what he did. And I got to tell you, I had the time of my life. I loved meeting all those people. I mean, you know, to have eight and nine year old girls come up to you and like look at you with, with this admiration because they have no idea what a trauma film is, really. Right, right. <laughs> but they aspired to, to be me. But you know what? I had a great time. And Lloyd is a really funny guy. And hilarious. You know, Jimmy, you know this. He gave a lot of famous people starts. Oh, absolutely. Films. A lot of famous people, especially in the horror genre. Right. Right. Oh, they want to know how come those movies aren't on your IMDb? You didn't put those on your IMDb. No, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I need to correct that, though. Okay. Because they're, they're looking you up now. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, also, it makes your number better. Yeah. Oh, there's always, there's always fact checkers out there, aren't there? That's right. So they're always looking. But also, you guys buy my book 
can read about my experiences with trauma productions and all the other things I've done. My book is available on Amazon as a hardcover book and on Kindle as well. And, and you can also get it on her website, you guys, which is wendystewarttv.com. But Stuart is S-T-U-A-R-T, so it's Wendy. That's right. Wendy, S-T-U-A-R-T-T-V.com. Um, her Twitter is at Last Model Standing, but Standing is S-T-A-N-D with just a G. There's no I-N because Twitter doesn't now, let you have that is, many. You, is your book as funny as you are? It is. The stories are really funny, and the thing is, Ron, they're all true. They're Good. True. I, I can't wait to read it now that I'm oh, stuck I'm in my house. I'm excited for you to read it. Oh, I mean, I've got so much to read. People are sending me everything now. They've got me trapped. You know, it's everybody's good, got. Though. You know, when we're in a pandemic, it's time to catch up on. You can read about aliens now. Yeah, but everybody and their sister's got a script and they're all sending it to I me. Know. I, this is true. I mean, I must have a hundred, a hundred scripts in my computer. I mean, that's all they're doing. Everybody's writing and sending. You know what, Ryan? I'm telling people this is like going to be a creative, you know, renaissance from all of this. Listen That's to the no, back. No question. Listen about to it. the back of the book, you guys. It says uh, uh, she can say of the women's underwear sold at Walmart, modeled on her size eight body. I cover the asses of the masses. There you go. <laughs> so you, you know guys, what? you know what, Jimmy? My underwear fits. Nobody wants to get a wedgie. You're right. Nobody <laughs> right. wants a wedgie. You, know, you guys, you the book my is fabulous. You won't find yourself sitting on a bar stool, leaning over. And everybody's seeing everything. I make sure it fits. There you go, you guys. So get the book. She's the last model standing. I I also think you should you should put you should create a YouTube channel and put all your your web series on a YouTube channel because people are will find it easier. Yes, and I totally agree with you. And that's what's coming next. And guess what, Jimmy? I'm calling you on that because I know you're really great at this kind of stuff. I'm gonna have oh, absolutely. you take me through it. Oh, I can cool. do it in ten minutes, and we'll do it, and we'll have you a whole beautiful YouTube okay. channel. You are fabulous. So we're going to do that, you and I. One quick question before I, you guys tell me I have to leave. Okay. One question. I have seen a little animal crawling over you guys here today. Oh, we have three dogs. We have three dogs, and that's my baby. He's a 10-pound. No, six. He's only six pounds. Oh, he's a six-pound male. Um, Astro. Poodle. Terrier. Uh, terrier combo. And his so name is Astro cute. Boy. Oh, he's a love of the love I of my see life. His little curls. How cute. We have a, we have a Brazilian Mastiff, a Fila Brazilian Mastiff, 130 pounds. Yes, That's just him. Not okay. You yeah. all have to send me a picture of the Brazilian. I love Mastiffs. And, and then you we know have. Wait, hang on, Wendy. Let's Facebook each other. There's pictures yeah, yeah, of the dogs. Totally. And then and then we have uh, then we have Brandy, and she's an old English Sheepdog Terrier mix, and she's 35 pounds. And then we have six pounds, and they're all rescues. We rescued all of them. Oh yeah. Good. You know what? You all are amazing. That's so cool. We love them all. Well, you know what? An animals don't have voices, and we have right. to be the, we have to be the voices for the animals, and Absolutely. we have to keep them and keep them safe. I and agree. And this 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 television show, I'm I'm still dizzy from it. And as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to send uh, a thing to Tippy. And say, Please. get your get your ass on my show, darling. We got to blow this guy out of the, the business. Oh, yeah. So, everybody. Oh, totally. I agree. One more time, you guys. It's wendystewarttv.com. You can find her on Facebook. It's Wendy Stewart Kaplan, Last Model Standing. Get her book. Watch all her shit. Look her up on IMDb. <laughs> Let's get her numbers up. And we want to thank you for coming on the show because we're thank out of time. Thank you so much. Bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Chat room B, everybody Bye. in the chat room. Angela, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy. Thanks, Rebel. Bye. 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 